0: Hi, I'm Phil Newman, and welcome to the Impact Online podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey, church, here we are in our overflow series. You are anointed and appointed. Over the next uh, season, as we unpack this, I really am believing for there to be a rising tide in the anointing in your life, in the anointing in our church, that together there's going to be a real expectation and a releasing of personal ministry and public ministry, that we're gonna see God do something absolutely significant in this, the year of growth on every front. And so as we unpack this, my hope and prayer is that this will be very, very personal for you and that this would be something that you wake up Monday morning, head off to school, uni work, and you are able to see God do something in your life. Last week, we spoke about uh, being, bringing good news to the poor. And I tell you this week, as we continue to build, let's go deeper in the Word. Grab your Bibles, Isaiah 61. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for, the, provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Today, we're speaking about the fact that we are all anointed, all called and all anointed to bind up the brokenhearted to bind up the brokenhearted. Now, everyone listening, I want you to go back however many years and for some of you it's quite a long time, back to when you sang nursery rhymes. And we're gonna sing together. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. It's honestly incredibly disturbing and traumatic picture to paint for kids, but we do it in our own sick parenting way. So Humpty Dumpty, he's sitting on a wall, he falls off the wall and the king and all of his men, they come along, but you know what? This story has a tragic, terrible ending that, oh well, the egg stays broken, Humpty's done, it's all over, let's move on. And I sing that badly to paint a picture of what I genuinely want to put on the table today, that people think that's what happens with God in life, that they're in a place, in their career, in a relationship, in their whatever they're doing, and they have a fall and they get disappointed and betrayed and let down and fall from the place that they knew they belonged in. fell from the place that they had really positioned themselves in, fell and were brokenhearted, disappointed, betrayed, let down, and they think that it's all over. You know, there in God, we know that things are never over, that we serve a God that if Humpty had called on God, not the king, God would have been able to restore Humpty fully. Recently, I broke a glass at home. We're having breakfast and I was getting too excited playing with Suki. And I knocked the glass off the table and it shattered on the ground in so many pieces. And I scraped it all. I got the dustpan out and I scraped it all up and collected all the bits of glass. And without even thinking, I just chucked it straight in the bin. I never gave any thought to trying to put this thing back together. Now, in your life, you might feel like I've been shattered into a thousand pieces. There is no way that I can be put back together. But I want to say to you, God doesn't just chuck you in the bin. God absolutely has the ability to put things back together. Now, in our lives, we're anointed to in some ways provide this for other people. That in our workplace, our school, our families, our neighborhoods, our church, that there are always people who feel broken. There are always people who feel like they have been shattered into a thousand pieces. Their marriage, their career, their heart, their emotional world, their mental state, where there has been a breaking. And rather than Scrape them into the bin. We are anointed to help bind the brokenhearted to bring healing. So, three thoughts today as we unpack this word, and I really believe it's an incredible ministry that we're all called to have. It's not for pastors, it's for God's people. Number one, to preach that there is help. To preach that there is help. You know, Jesus modeled this for us in our shame, our pain our addictions, our problems, Jesus didn't leave us on our own. He didn't sit on his deserved holy throne in heaven and look at our pain and look at what we're experiencing and look at our brokenness and go, gee, I really do pray and hope you get through this. But he said, you're not on your own. He is God with us. And so Jesus proclaimed, Jesus modeled, Jesus exampled that there is help. That as we preach and then proclaim to other people that we can bind up the brokenhearted, we are saying to them that there is help for you. Uh, In our heart of impact season, the real word that I think sat at the center of it all was the word compassion. And passion meaning suffering, battle, burden, and com meaning with. Literally, compassion says to people, I will battle with you. I will suffer with you. I will carry this burden with you. That is that not what we find here in Isaiah 61. To bind up the brokenhearted says to the brokenhearted, firstly, that there is help. You might not be able to help yourself, but there is a God who can help and there is a neighbor who can help, that there is someone in this battle with you. You know, one of the things that I'm so proud of with our church is the great army of chaplains. I think there is 80, 90, maybe nearing 100 of you who have become chaplains. And it's not a call for everyone, though I think that it is an incredibly equipping uh, course that so many of us can and should do. But I sat in a recent meeting with all of our chaplains and we were on a Zoom call and there's people right around the country all tuning in. And I was just so blown away by the amount of people who had stories and uh, interactions that ultimately begin with saying to a sporting club, a gym, a mother's group, a community center, a school, a football club that predominantly starts by saying, I'm with you. You're not on your own. There is help. And to start with that message, it changes everything. Because all of a sudden it begins with relationship. It begins with not information. It begins with heart. It begins with care. You know, the saying it's that people don't know, don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That is exactly what an overflow and anointing to the broken-hearted people says. It says, "You're not alone in your pain, but I love you, I care for you, and I'm here for you." Number one, there is help. Number two, as we work with the broken-hearted and bind up the broken-hearted, we proclaim to them there is help." And number two, we proclaim that there is healing." In Psalm 34:18, we read, "The Lord is close." to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. You know, at the end of the day, it's uh, we can be with people, but the question is, can we help people? We serve a God who is in the healing and restoration business. He is in the business of taking broken things and putting them back together, taking crushed things and restoring them, taking shattered lives and somehow performing an impossible miracle and putting things back together by His grace. You know, some thoughts as we share with people about the fact that there is healing available is that we can share with them that God understands how to put things together. God understands that there is divine order. God understands where this peace is goes. You know, in Romans 8, 28, we read that God works all things out together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. He works all things out together for the good. That God takes that mess, that pain, that problem, and he understands the role it plays in our lives. In your life, if you have a broken heart, I want you to understand that you are not on your your own. There is help but ultimately that there is not only help, but there is healing. Now in your workplace, in your school, in your family, in your neighbourhood, the people that you interact with, to understand that you don't need to know how things fit together. God knows how things fit together. And He may use you. He may give you wisdom and clarity and answers. He may bring people to church. He may use uh, any measure of things to bring people and put them back together, but remember that God knows how to put the puzzle together. The other aspect to healing is that God knows how to stick things back together. Uh, I wouldn't, be, you know, if you smashed this glass and you tried to put it back together, you got shattered Humpty Dumpty, and you put him back together, and you held all the pieces in place together it ultimately needs to be adhered. It needs to be mended. It needs to be secured. It needs to be put together. Now, in Colossians 1.17, it says this, he is before all things. That's why he knows how things can be restored because he knew you before you were hurt. He knew you before you were wounded. He saw and dreamt up the perfect you. So he is before all things. And look at this, and by him, all things are held together. I don't know about you, but there have been times where my disappointment has seemed so great. My betrayal has seemed so great that I have thought there is no way that I can be held together. And then I come to God, I read his word, I receive ministry from brothers and sisters, I Worship, I pray, I am faithful, I'm consistent, I keep bringing my brokenness to the foot of the cross. And through His love, through His grace, through the Holy Spirit, through His anointing, He provides the glue to truly mend my life. In your life, friend, you may be shattered. Understand that He knows how things uh, fit back together and He knows how to hold things together. As we preach to our community, as we share his love with our community, remind them that God knows how things fit together and remind them that God can hold things together, that there is not only help, but there is healing. The last thought today is there is help, there is healing, and lastly, that there is hope. Humpty Dumpty's story it is a terrible awful ending and it's an ending though that so many people believe that all the king's horses and all the king's men can't put them back together again that all the things that people would face all the people things that people would offer all the answers that religion and the internet and all this stuff would present that ultimately there isn't really a way forward but In Jesus, there is always hope. 2 Corinthians 5 says, Therefore, if anyone, the most broken, the most shattered, the most disappointed, the most crushed of people, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. In our lives, because of Jesus, there is always hope. I wish... Humpty Dumpty had known about Jesus. I wish Humpty Dumpty had known that there was a king of all kings that could put him back together perfectly, that he could be restored to sitting on that wall. He could be restored to his rightful place. He could be restored to his rightful form, that he could be restored to the way that he had been designed to be. And rather than call on a lowercase k king, that he could could have called on the King of Kings to restore Him. That there is help, there is healing, and there is always hope. So don't give up. God hasn't given up on you. And as you preach to your world, as you proclaim to your world, as you feel the anointing of God open doors for you to share God's love, share His compassion, share His message, share a message that isn't one of finality, but one of opportunity, one of new beginnings, one of hope, one of grace, one of one that says there you are not too broken you are not too shattered you are not too defeated you are not too gone but there is always a new beginning in God if you personally don't know Jesus or you've walked away from your relationship with Jesus what a great day to remember that there is a fresh new hope for you you are not done you are not broken You are not too far gone, but there is always hope for you in Jesus. I want to pray for you. Lord, I thank you for people today who for the first time or again, need to get their lives right with you, Jesus. I thank you that you don't offer an end. You offer a beginning. You say enough is enough of the old. Enough is enough of sin and shame and pain. And you only offer grace. You offer forgiveness. You offer love and you offer a fresh start. And I pray for people today in their own hearts and lives who need a fresh start, a relationship with you. And I thank you that our religious works amount to nothing, but your relationship means everything. And I thank you for them in Jesus' name, amen. For us all, as we preach to our community, as we share God's love, as we bind up the brokenhearted, remember to be in our hearts proclaiming and declaring that there is help, there is healing, and there is hope. Amen. God bless. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts and videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resources. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.